Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance and more, and Geico is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to geico.com or contact your local agent today. Career Builder is made for people who have that thing. You know, those superpowers that make you good at your job. The skills you bring to work. And CareerBuilder knows those skills make you right for other jobs, too. Higher-paying jobs with benefits. Jobs you never thought of trying. Are you a people person? Work from home as a customer service rep? Are you organized and like driving? Become a delivery driver. You have the skills it takes, and CareerBuilder.com has the jobs to get you hired fast. Visit CareerBuilder.com. Hey, hey, hey. What's up, y'all? Y'all know it's your girl, Ash. Y'all know I'm back for another episode of Black Girl Interrupted. Hope everyone is having a great day. We are one day away from the goddamn weekend, and I'm so fucking excited. So y'all already know how the episode starts. Before I even jump into tonight's topic, really, there is no topic. Open forum tonight. So we're talking about any and everything tonight. So... Drop in the comments. Let me know how y'all feeling tonight. What's going on? Y'all know I got to do my mental health check-in. So, you know, tonight I'm going to do my mental health check-in. Y'all know I am talking about current events and talk about the upcoming episodes for next month. So, y'all keep tapping in with your girl. Y'all already know how I start my show. A little word of encouragement for you guys. So, let me go ahead and jump on into that. And then y'all drop in the comments and let me know how y'all feeling, what y'all got going on today. You know, I don't know who this video is for, man, but it's like 4 a.m. in the morning, May 10th, and uh, my heart is heavy because I know there's somebody out there that is ready to end their life. That's already made up in their mind that they're not going to fight no more. They're tired of fighting. You know, they don't have no more strength to find because they've already gave all their strength they don't even have the strength to turn the page. They don't have the strength to, to see tomorrow. They made up in their mind that their life is over. And maybe they logged on to Facebook. Maybe you logged on to Facebook and, and looking for a sign. Maybe you logged on to say your goodbyes and you came across this video. So I just want to tell you, man, that don't let those thoughts that are trying to kill you, kill you. Those thoughts that telling you life is over, those thoughts that telling you you're not enough, those thoughts that tell you t things won't get better, those thoughts that tell you that you are your mistakes, those thoughts that tell you that you are your past, those thoughts that tell you that you're worthless, don't let those thoughts kill you. They're lying to you. Because you're more than that. You're more than a conqueror. You're more than what you're going through. You do have purpose. You are awesome. You are talented. You are beautiful. You are special. Despite what you've been going through. So you make up in your mind right now. Okay, you don't have to have a, a whole plan out for the rest of your life. You make up, but you make up in your mind right now that you're gonna fight with faith tonight. You make up in your mind right now that you're gonna survive tonight. Whatever it takes. I pray that you have a peace in your mind that floods your mind like never before to let you know. Despite everything that you're going through, the storms that you're going through, the flood that's flooding your life with pain right now. 
I pray that peace tells you that everything is going to be okay. I pray that you find the strength inside of your weakest moment right now that lets you know that everything is going to be okay. So you put down that gun, you put down that drug, those pills, you put it down, man, because there's more to your life than what you're currently going through. And you'll never understand it if you quit right now. But I promise you, if you fight with faith, you fight with prayer, eventually you'll realize everything that you went through had a purpose. Everything that you went through had a purpose. Life will get better. But if you're in your life, you prevent it from getting better. All right. All right. So y'all already know that is how I start my show. I always have to put some pull something that's encouraging, uplifting, empowering, you know, because like I said, you never know what a person is going through. Um, a phone call, a text message, a DM, something could change a person's whole day. Let a person know you're thinking about it. You know, it takes nothing out of your day, 30 seconds out of your day to send someone a text and say, hey, I'm thinking about you. How you feeling today? You know, and you're good. And you heard from you in a while. I just wanted to check on you. Reach out to somebody, especially your quote unquote, your strong friends, because the strong ones are the ones that need the most help. So again, there's no particular topic for tonight. Tonight is an open farm. So I'm just talking about anything tonight. Um, I know, like I say, this month is mental health awareness month. Um, so I do definitely want to, I want to touch on that tonight. And also do a, a recap of all the episodes that we talked about. All the Let me say this. All the topics that we talked about for the month of May. And then also tap into some of the conversations that we're going to have for the month of June. Um, I will say it's going to get a little heavy. It's going to get deep for the month of June. I am going to start celebrating the black men, the black fathers. I want y'all to know that y'all are absolutely appreciated. So, like I say, since I am discussing uh, mental health awareness, drop in the comments. Let me know how you're feeling. Drop in. Again, y'all know my DMs are always open. If you ever need to talk, if you ever need to vent, y'all know I'm always available. So, let's jump right on in. So, like I say, tonight is an open forum. So, let's talk about it. Let's talk about everything. Everything. What's on your mind tonight? Um... I know, like I said, I want to tap on mental health awareness for just a moment. Um, the society that we live in right now, shit is tense. Suicide is at an all-time high, especially amongst African-American boys and African-American men. Um, what can we do to change the stigma, to break the stigma around mental illness in the Black community? What can we do? Um, I know resources are limited. Um, and, and that's, you know, the biggest, to me, I think that's the biggest issue in regards why people don't get help. And then you have people that are embarrassed, you know, they feel like, um, if I tell somebody I'm, I'm having these thoughts or I'm having these feelings, people are going to look at me like I'm crazy. 
and that's not the case um so i do like i said y'all already know how i come y'all know i come with lots of information um definitely open the door for these uncomfortable conversations that you know we have to continue to keep having so in regards to the black community i wanted to pull this up i wanted to show you guys how mental health affects the black community When he came out, he was not the same. There was too much baggage he brought from Rikers with him. The memory of beatings, starvation. There was times when he wasn't even allowed to take a shower for two weeks. He was angry. He started getting real paranoid. And his life just spiraled from that. My name is Vanita Browder, and I'm the mother of Khalif Browder. Khalif was on his way home. A police car stopped, and I'm assuming the guy who made the complaint was in the car and told the police that Khalif had robbed him of a backpack. Khalif kept saying, I don't know this guy. I didn't rob him. He was told that they were going to just go to the precinct to kind of sort things out. Well, that sorting out took three years. We went to court. We had a legal aid. And the legal aid told me from the beginning that it was a BS case. He said, don't worry about it, it's a BS case. But meanwhile, my son is being held at Rikers. He would tell me things when I would visit him about being beat. He told me, Ma, I gotta fight. If I don't, they're gonna think I'm soft, I gotta fight. All it did for Khalif was get him in more trouble and more days in solitary. Imagine being locked up 23 hours a day. This is your life. Four walls, that's it. He couldn't take it. They told him, we're going to break you. That's what they told my baby, that they're going to break him. And in reality, they did. At first, you could see he was relieved, that he was home, he could do what he wanted. He started Bronx Community, and 
He was doing okay, but then, I mean, he was really out of it, and he couldn't keep it up. He quit. He felt that everybody was out to get him. Everybody was a police plant. He stopped speaking to friends. He would get real angry, and then there were times where he would just, this look would come over him, and he would just, like, stare. It was a Saturday morning. It was just me and Khalif. And I hear him upstairs doing all this moving around. And I'm like, maybe Khalif is positioning the furniture to get comfortable. I didn't pay attention, because when Khalif is upset, he paces. He paces. Then all of a sudden, I heard this boom. I run upstairs. I didn't see anything. I ran into the next room. And the air, the air conditioning cover was kicked out and I just saw something hanging. I ran back downstairs, and as I opened the backyard door, Khalif was hanging there. I miss my son. I miss him so much. So when I say mental illness is so real, you had a young man who had a very promising life that was all taken away behind him allegedly still in a backpack. Three years, they took life away from him for three years. His life was taken for three years, locked up in solitary confinement. I believe for five or six hundred and something plus days in solitary confinement. He went crazy. And eventually he killed himself. Mental illness, y'all, is so real. These are the types of conversations that we can't continue to stray away from because it's happening at alarming rates. You have more black boys and more black men committing suicide than you have your whites, Hispanics, and Asians. Again, I, I, I have to keep the foot on the gas when it comes to mental illness. Like I say, as a person that suffers from depression, a person that suffers from anxiety, this is my outlook. And a lot of people are very fortunate to have outlets such as this. So one of the things I say we should do is be that vessel for somebody. Allow that person to be able to come to you and talk to you, to vent to you and tell you, hey, today is not a good day for me. I just need to talk. Stop. Learn to stop making the conversations about you. If a person calls you and says, hey, I'm having one of those days today. I'm having a moment. Just listen to them. Because nine times out of ten, that's all they want. They don't want your advice. 
They, they don't want anything else. They just want to be able to vent to you and say, this is what's going on with me today. And not all days are bad days. And then learn to keep your mouth closed. You know, I, I, I've seen it and I've witnessed it firsthand in regards to when you vent to somebody, they always turn around and use it against you. Stop doing that to people. That's what drives people, you know, that I think that's one of the triggers that pushes a person to just end their life. And that's just my personal opinion. So mental illness is, 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 at an, is increasing at alarming rates in the black community. I just don't understand why resources are so limited to my people. So you guys already know. Anytime you are in a crisis and you, you need some help and you feel like you don't have anybody to talk to, y'all call that 1-800, that crisis line. It's a statewide line. Let me remove the banner out the way so you can see the, the whole phone number. You're in a mental crisis, call. If you feel you can't talk to anybody else, if you don't have any friends or family or, or acquaintances that you can talk to, Call this phone number that I have posted on the screen. That's what I want you to do. I want you to help somebody. Let's help curtail and de decrease the suicide. The rates, like I say, are increasing in the black community. Also, I'm going to post the Suicide Prevention Lifeline phone number. 1-800-273-8255. Call those phone numbers. If, again, if you feel like you can't talk to anybody or you don't have anybody in your corner, please call that phone number before you do something crazy. Before you do something that will bring not only hurt and pain to your family. That's what I want you to do. And I'm going to always continue to tell people, suicide is not an option. Call me anytime. Y'all know my DMs are open. If you know my phone number, call me. Like I say, just because mental health awareness is in the month of May, that doesn't mean the conversation ends in May. The conversation goes on and on and on and on. Again, I cannot stress it enough. Reach out to reach out to somebody. I mean, you know, utilize your social media platform for something positive instead of bullshit. Because you never know whatever you post could change someone's whole day. Just to know that, they, that they're thought about, just to know that they mean something to somebody could really truly change a person's day. If even for a moment. You know, I, I speak for myself, you know. Um, I just got back, you know, like I say, really heavy into speaking with my therapist. And so she called me yesterday. And, and yesterday was not a really good day for me. Um, you know, Father's Day is coming up. Um, it, it's a lot of things that are really overwhelming me. So when she called me, she said, as she said, you know, I just wanted to let you know I got, you know, your paperwork and everything filled out. She said, But are you okay? She said, Because normally when I talk to you, you know, you you're normally kind of you know, kind of happy. And I just told her, I say, you know, today it's just not a good day for me. And I just I rolled down and I started crying. I said, you know, it's overwhelming. I said, I, I don't sleep. Um I sleep maybe four hours a day and then I get up and I just keep going. I said, you know, I really don't eat a whole lot during the day. 
Um, I say within a three month period, I think I've gained maybe 15 pounds. So I'm back at the 180 scale, um, if not over 180 pounds. Um, and that's, that's great. You know, um, at Lexia, we know literacy changes lives. As the gateway to the future for every student, literacy can boost their confidence and help them realize their full potential. Based on the science of reading, our literacy programs, along with all of those dedicated educators, can change the path of students' lives forever. We believe literacy can and should be for all. That's why at Lexia, we're all for literacy. So, you know, I, I'm not against medication. And I've always said, you know, I didn't feel like medication was for me. But um, I told her I would try it. You know, she said just something to help take the edge off. Because I'm, I'm really overwhelmed. I'm, I'm extremely overwhelmed. It's a lot. You know, it's it, it's almost like when you get over one hurdle, here comes some uh, uh, another hurdle in your way. Another, what's the word I'm looking for? Another... Um, another obstacle, like another monkey wrench is thrown my way. And um, so I said, you know, I, I'll do anything just to be able to sleep, just to be able to rest. You know, when when you're dealing with anxiety, your mind is, is at a thousand miles a minute and your body's trying to sleep. So it's, it's like your, your brain and your body are at war. You know, your body wants to rest, but your, your brain is not ready to shut down. So, um, I downloaded y'all this sleep tracker. Um, and so on the sleep tracker, it told me I only slept four, like maybe five hours today, but not a deep sleep. More light and I was more awake. So who knows? I'm going to reach out to my doctor and do a sleep study and see what's going on. You know, me Googling, it says uh, those are symptoms of sleep apnea. So who knows? I have to tap into that. But y'all drop in the comments and y'all let me know how y'all are feeling. Um, like I say, tonight is an open forum. No particular topics. You know, I am, again, speaking about mental illness. And, you know, I am going to recap um, with the episodes for the month of May and talk about the upcoming episodes for the month of June. And also, don't forget, June the 12th, Black Girl Interrupted, I am hosting my first annual Women's Empowerment Conference. If you don't know, now you know. Um, I will continue to share the link. It is absolutely free. Come listen and get some great conversation and knowledge with not only me, but three phenomenal women um, that are here to encourage, empower, and uplift. Also want to let you know, I am participating. I am one of the vendors in the Juneteenth Black Expo 2021 that is taking place in New Orleans. So I'm absolutely excited about that. Um, a great opportunity for me to network um, with a lot of like-minded people, you know, male and female. Um, so I'm, I'm absolutely ecstatic. I'm absolutely excited. Hey, cousin. Okay, I'll call you tonight. Um, so I'm absolutely ecstatic about all the... Um, to see my vision come to pass. I, you know, this was something, like I say, that I sat on for like two years and I finally was like, you know what, let me take the first step and let me make this happen. Um, 
And, you know, and I can't say it enough. I thank each and every last one of my supporters that tune in with me week in and week out. Um, and again, that's exactly why I keep Black Girl Interrupted going. It's because I want this to be a safe platform for people to come on. Let's talk. Let's have those uncomfortable conversations. Let's unpack those suitcases. Let's work through the pain. Let's work through the trauma that we've carried around for so many years. You know, my, my, my goal is to change the narrative of black men and black women. We're not um, always what you see on TV. You know, we're not how we're portrayed in the media. Not all of us are angry. Not all of us are ready to fight. Not all of us are like that. So I just wanted to throw that out there for you guys um, to let you know that, again, I absolutely appreciate all the love. Thank you for the support and continue to support me. Big things are coming um, my way for Black Girl Interrupted. So again, I'm absolutely excited about that. So jumping back into the open forum, um, as I said, you know, this is Mental Health Awareness Month. As you can see, I have the green banner. But again, the conversation does not just end in the month of May. It does not. It does not. It does not. So pushing this back, putting this back up on the screen. Um, these are things to do if you are considering suicide. Um, if someone tells you that they are having intrusive thoughts, take them seriously. Stop saying, oh no, excuse me, don't disregard or dispel what they're saying. You want to continue to stay with that person? Uh, you want to help them remove lethal means, if that means removing pills, alcohol, guns, knives, do that. Call the National Prevention, uh, I'm sorry, the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. Call that phone number. If you or someone you know is experiencing suicidal thoughts, call that phone number. Again, totally anonymous. You do not have to reveal your name and who you are. I've called it a couple of times and they were able to talk me down off the ledge. If you can't talk, just text. You're going to text talk to the number 741-741 and that will allow you to text with a trained crisis counselor from the crisis text line. It's totally free and it is available 24 hours, seven days a week, 365 days. So also take the person um, to a mental health service or take them to an emergency room. If you feel like you can't do it on your own, call for backup. Get someone that you could trust, that you know that the person can trust, and you get the person to your nearest emergency room or your nearest mental health service um, facility. Um, we definitely want to start trying to save lives here. You know, like I say, this pandemic has really caused anxiety to get really high. And again, um, one thing I do want to stress is to parents. Stop telling your children that they don't have a lot of problems like we do. That's one of the things I really, truly, truly want to stress is because although no, your child is not working a nine to five or they don't have bills to pay or they don't have responsibilities, they go through things too. Social media right now is a bitch. Not only are these children dealing with puberty and, and trying to deal with the changes, but they're dealing with bullying, not only in school, 
uh, well, let me say it's not only in person, but virtually. So yes, pay attention to your children as well. If your child comes to you and says, hey, I'm being bullied at school, take that seriously. You could possibly potentially save your life or other children's lives or other people's lives because you never know when the person is going to break. Prime example, I want to I, I want to touch on Kwame Brown for just a moment. If if you don't know by now, Kwame Brown is a basketball player, retired basketball player, um, who for twenty years has been the victim of bullying. So enough was enough. So now Kwame Kwame Brown is retaliating, and now people are calling him this mad crazy black man. No, he's not crazy. Angry, yes, but crazy, no. You get tired of being the ridicule and the butt ass of everybody's jokes. So you kept poking and poking and poking and poking the ant pile, and now you guys are getting bit. So now all of a sudden, Kwame Brown is, is oh, he's this angry black man who's, oh, it, he's taking everything so personal. Absolutely he is. Not only did you talk about this man, but you brought up his family in the midst of you talking about it and that's the saddest part of all of this is that y'all y'all are doing exactly what the media says we do you're tearing down the black man you're tearing down the black woman stop it after so long you get tired of somebody pushing you around and then when you finally bite back now you're the crazy one Kwame Brown is not crazy I salute him for addressing each and every last person that poked fun at him these last 20 years. So to Kwame Brown, to hell with what they say, I don't think you're crazy. I respect you. If I didn't respect you, then I absolutely respect you now because y'all woke up a sleeping bear and enough was enough. And the sad part of all of this is it was other black men that were bullying another black man. And then you wonder why we have mental illness. Then you wonder why suicide is at an all-time high amongst black boys and black men. You wonder why. Do you realize how much a person goes through and then you just keep poking and poking and poking and poking at them and you expect them not to retaliate? Stop it. Cut it out. The shit is not cool. It's not nice. It's not sweet. Cut it out because if it was done to you, you would, you, you would want somebody to come to your rescue and say, hey, don't do that. And anybody that justifies the tearing down of another black man by a black man. Go walk on glass and with your bare feet. And I'm going to say that. And that all, like I said, it all coincides with mental illness. So this is one of the reasons why we need to improve black health and well-being. So black, it says 18%, black Canadians represent 2.9% of the overall, I know it's Canadian, but these are actual numbers, not just for Canada. Um, 
but it represents 18% of Canadians living in poverty in Canada. And this is from 2009. 60% people of Caribbean, East, West African origin in Ontario have 60% increased risk of psychosis. Then you have 43%, I'm sorry, black women are 43% more likely to die from breast cancer than white women. So this is exactly why we need to improve black health and well-being. A 2012 report reported by the Wellesley Institute found black immigrants in Canada were 76% more likely to assess themselves as unhealthy than other racialized groups. And that's 76%. And that's from 2012. From 2012. So we absolutely have to increase our health and our well-being. It's time to, for us to start talking about it. Stop sitting in the dark and talk to somebody. We have to remove the stigma when it comes to mental health in the Black community. We need more resources. We need more funding when it comes to mental health. We need more support groups when it comes to mental health, especially in the black community. We have to break that, that stigma that's, that's stuck with us all of our whole lives saying what goes on in this house, it stays in this house. No. We have to break that. We absolutely have to break that. So here's another short video um, that I found in regards to black men and black boys when it comes to suicide prevention. All right, we can smile in the morning show. Hey, it is about 14 before the top of the hour. Y'all, it's about that time. Jeff Johnson got three things you need to know. Jeff, good morning. Hey, good morning, brother. Man, blessed this morning, man. No, you got. Man, I am too, man. Listen, I had a a, a a really interesting conversation with um Van Latham uh, yesterday, and he asked me something interesting, and he asked me what was I worried most about, and it reminded me um, of, of what I wanted to talk about today, and and that was the fact that September is National Suicide Prevention Month. And when I think about this pandemic, when I think about uh, the crazy amounts of violence that we're seeing, uh, not just by police, but in our communities. And then on top of that, then when you go to protest, you're, you're seeing issues of violence as well. The level of stress and anxiety that is on our folks. And, and Rick, you know, what, what's interesting is there's not a lot of people talking about the fact that Black men and black boys, black young people in particular, have the highest rates of increased suicide of any other groups. Wow. And from 2016 um, and again in 2018, the national data showed that children ages 5 to 11 um, that were black had the highest rate of death by suicide. And, and that black men in particular are having increasing rates of suicide. And again, I don't hear us talking about that with any level of regularity. We, 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 we hear more and more people talking about 
um, mental health and, and getting um, therapy and behavioral health and stress reduction and anxiety reduction. But we there are still people in the black community say black people don't commit suicide. And mm. it, it is a lie on so many levels. And, and, and I think that there, it's super complex. There's no way that in the two minutes I have left that we could that we could with a level of complexity dive into it. But we do know, Rick, that we have fewer and fewer people within our community that go to church. Right. Um, and that have a spiritual practice. And so this is not me telling you, you got to find Jesus and that's going to stop suicide. What it is saying is that there is a psychological reality that people of faith have a different level of hope for the future than those who don't. And and as we've seen reductions in people in our community, sometimes even trust in the church, that means that there has been this removal of this this foundation of hope for a lot of people. There's other issues, which is most black men and in many cases, black children have undiagnosed issues of anxiety or depression or stress. And so as a result, sometimes we see people committing suicide, Rick, that have given no signs that you would normally be able to see if somebody had been diagnosed. And so that's why I think so many people, whether it's Taraji Henson's foundation or whether it's organizations like Hurdle and others have been really clear in saying, we need to make sure we're paying attention to our anxiety, our stress, that we're seeing professionals if necessary, that we're using tools, whether it's um, meditation or whether it's breathing exercises or whether it's, it's exercise, to be able to address those things because when we don't address that anxiety, um, it builds up. And how many times do we personally know, either from ourselves or people in our family, we doing good, we doing good, we doing good, we managing this stress, we managing this trauma, we, we keeping it going with this, and then that one little thing comes and it's the straw that breaks the camel's back. And, and then we just lose it. And mm. so, this is that month, you all, where there's an opportunity in a real way for us to talk about this in ways we haven't. Um, I would love for you all to go to um, my website, which is menthrive.com, um, which is totally committed to black men uh, showing up whole and living with power. And we're talking about some some outlets, uh, about paying attention to the signs, about lending a, lending a listening ear. And even about seeking professional help if it's necessary. Uh, you can also hit us on um, Men Thrive on IG. It's men underscore thrive. Um, and, and this is personal for me, Rick, man. My, my grandfather committed suicide when I was seven years old. And I didn't know it, Rick, until I was 20-something. Because nobody in the family ever talked about it. And and so, well, trust me, I know what you're dealing with. I just had to deal with that uh, day before yesterday. I've been going through that oh, with, a, with, with, with a family yeah. member, like, like, like for real, like, One of my like wife. down there, you know, so. And, and yeah, we don't talk tough. about it. We don't. And we don't talk about it. And, and I, man, listen, for, for 13 years, I thought he had a heart attack, Rick. And, and, and when I did find out about, I talked to one cousin, another cousin, nobody knew. So, so listen, y'all, y'all can hit me on men underscore thrive on IG or Jeff's nation. Let's continue this conversation. Um, cause it's affecting so many of us, but it's affecting us in private. Absolutely love y'all. Um, y'all have a fantastic Thursday, y'all, and a good rest of the week. And I'll talk to y'all on Tuesday.
Hey, appreciate that, Jeff. We love you too, man. We'll definitely be praying for you and your family and all the families, uh, the people that's going through stuff and, and going through suicide and grief stricken and all of this stuff, man. Just everybody keep everybody lifted up in prayer. But remember, uh, uh, you know, we got to not only pray, we got to get into therapy and get the help that we need for our condition. That's so important. Uh, coming up next, man, we got songs that stay in your head all day and we got Eva's Corner. You don't want to miss it. Bring us the morning show. Now through April 14th, join a clean and spacious Planet Fitness for $1 down and only $10 a month. With tons of equipment and free fitness training, it's the perfect place for everybody to work out. Even me, Mr. I can't sleep at night, so I keep dozing off during the day. Especially you, Snoozy. You'll rest easier and feel fit-tacular. Wait, how did you get in here? Join in club or at planetfitness.com. $1 down, $10 a month, cancel any time. Hurry, deal ends April 14th. See club for details. Great news. For a limited time, you can get one month free of Spectrum Mobile service. That's right, one month free with any new line. This exclusive offer is only available at select Spectrum stores. So stop by today. Our team of mobile experts are ready to help you switch and save hundreds on your mobile bill. Don't miss out on this incredible offer. Come see us at Market at Hilliard, Taylor Square, and Waterloo Crossing. Spectrum Internet and auto pay required. Restrictions apply. Visit store for details. All right. So, like I said, I wanted to show that because, like I said, I want to keep the conversation going in regards to mental health. Like I say, yeah, May is Mental Health Awareness Month, but again, the conversation doesn't end May 31st. The conversation does not end. The conversation keeps going 365, 366 days a year. So I wanted to talk about that. I wanted to touch on that. So I do want to recap some of the topics that we discussed for the month of May, you know, I celebrated black mothers for the month of May. Um, simply because I know you moms don't get the recognition that I know you guys deserve. Um, so I, I, I what, how I picked my topics and how I pick my topics, I go in regards to make the month and what's the imperative that we, that we discuss. So one of the topics that really stuck out with me for the month of May was miscarriage. You know, being a person that has suffered two miscarriages um, and had three babies. Um, again, that's that's a conversation that we, we don't talk about. We're embarrassed to talk about. And then, you you know, miscarriage goes into infertility. And as I stated in that episode, it's not always the women. You know, when it comes to fertility issues, it's the man at sometimes, you know, maybe he has a low sperm count. Uh, maybe he's overweight. He, he's, you know, not eating right. His health is not right. Uh, he smokes, he drinks. There are a lot of, there are a lot of reasons behind infertility issues, but do know that they can be reversed. Um, Another topic we talked about was abortion. If I'm not mistaken, I believe the video said um, 60% black women are 60 or 65% when it comes to abortions. And as I, you know, I, I go back and I'm like, why is abortion always the first option when a black woman is pregnant? Why not adoption? 
there are so many women and, and men out here that are looking to have children that maybe can't afford the infertility treatments, the IVF or the artificial insemination that it costs. And there's no, you get no, um, like there's no grants for that. There's no money that they give you to say, Hey, you're, you're struggling to have a baby here. Let me give you $50,000 for you to go and do the IVF. Here's $50,000 for you to possibly try, um, artificial insemination or a surrogacy. And I do see a lot of black women are turning to surrogacy. I know Candy Bur Burris um, was having some issues when she was trying to get pregnant with her last child and they had a surrogate. Um, another episode, y'all, that really, really touched me was when I brought my girl Nicole on and we talked about stillbirths. 43% of black women or the highest rate of infant mortality and maternal mortality. Women dying, giving birth or their babies dying while giving birth or having to give birth to a baby that you know is not gonna take a breath, that's not gonna cry. That episode y'all really, really touched me. Um, I remember when she called and told me. And it's like in that moment, what do you say to somebody? What do you, how, how do you console them without sounding so callous and without sounding so crass? How do you say that? You know, what, what do you say in that moment when a person calls and tells you, I had a miscarriage or I had a stillborn. What do you see? Um, I know another conversation going back to the stillbirth um, was that it happens at alarming rates. All simply because healthcare plays a big part, race is playing a big part, and you're and people not taking you serious, these doctors looking at you and saying, oh, that's just this, that's normal in a pregnancy, you'll be okay. Instead of saying, let's let's check this out. Let's let's make sure, you know, for your well-being, let's make sure that the baby is okay. They're not doing it. They're sending people home. Like the young lady expressed in the video, she knew she had had previous ectopic pregnancies. And they didn't realize it until they had got up her lab work back. And I believe she said she was sitting in the waiting room for three hours. So drop in the comments, let me know what can we do to help change that in regards to uh, mothers dying, giving birth getting better health care, trying to change um, the narrative in regards to Black people in health care. So just because you don't have Blue Cross Blue Shield and this person has Medicaid, they should be treated differently? 
I think you should treat everyone the same, regardless of their, their status or insurance or color. That's how I feel. Um, another topic, abortion, you know, going back to abortion. Um, again, I was reading the information where the governor of Texas, Governor Greg Abbott, has banned six weeks abortions. How can you do that? A lot of women don't find out that they're pregnant until maybe they're six weeks. Maybe 10 weeks. So why would you ban that? Why would you say, oh, after six weeks, you can't have an abortion? But why? How can you tell someone, how can a man tell a woman what to do with her body? How can you dictate and say, you can't do this with your body? How? How and why would you do that? Help me understand that. Help me to understand that. Let me know how you have the right to tell me what I can and can't do with my body. If I decide I want to have an abortion, let me do that. Let me deal with God on judgment day. Not a man or a woman telling me, oh, you're going to be damned to hell if you do this or if you do that. You don't know a person's situation. So before you judge and you start to point fingers, make sure you sweep around your feet first. Hmm. Um, what else did I talk about for the month of eight? Miscarriage. Uh, miscarriage. I talked about infertility, um, adoption. Um, I want to know why is it easy? And and me and Leslie discussed this. It's so easy for a person to become a foster parent, but it's hard for a person to adopt a child. It's so much red tape, it's so many stipulations in regards of trying to adopt a child, but I could go in and say, hey, I want to be a foster mom. You come in and you see I have enough space or I have a, the amenities that a child will need. And you say, yes, hey, go ahead. You're a foster mother. But you make a person jump through hoops to be adoptive parents. And all these children that are in the system that have been in the... Oh that have been in the foster care system, why not give them a chance at life? Give them a family that could actually love them and, and, and take care of them and, and, you know, be able to support the child's mental, emotional, and mental needs. That's what a child needs. And, of course, the financial. That's absolutely all a child needs. And a child wants love, a, a nice bed to sleep in, Nice clothes, good food in their bellies. That's all these babies want. But I just, you know, still maybe to this day will never understand why abortion is so accessible and adoption is not. Drop in the comments. Y'all let me know why. Why? Why is that so accessible? I just, I, I guess maybe I, I'll never understand and maybe, you know, let's open up some more black adoption agencies. Let's get some of these children out of the system and get them paired with loving families. 
That's how I feel. That's exactly how I feel. So um, I want to go back to mental illness for just a moment. Um, and then I want to talk about the upcoming episodes for the month of June and so forth. And again, don't forget y'all, June the 12th, June the 19th, June the 12th, I am hosting um, my first, first annual Women's Empowerment Conference. That is June the 12th. I did share the link. It will be on Zoom. Everybody is welcome. It's free, 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 free. And I know everybody loves free. You know, like I say, come in, sit down, have a conversation with me and three phenomenal women. I have Miss Lauren Lacey, who is the CEO of the Urban Business Directory that is based out of Atlanta, Georgia. It is like an online directory for Black-owned businesses. Then I have Miss Shamika Book that will be on the show. She is not only an entrepreneur, but an author. She has a book um, out where she talks about um, her pregnancy journeys. And then I also have my girl, Janelle Dixon, who will be on the panel as well. And again, come get encouraged, ladies. Come get empowered. Come get uplifted. Let's laugh. Let's cry. Let's show that black girls really do rock. So don't forget that June the 12th, I will post the link. Y'all go ahead and register. Like I say, it's on Eventbrite. Um, again, and it's absolutely free. Absolutely free. Um, also, again, June the 19th, I will be participating in the Juneteenth Black Expo 2021. Me and 24 other vendors um, will be in New Orleans at Thrive um, in the Ninth Ward, which is off of Desire Parkway. That is June the 19th. That is Juneteenth, and it starts at 1 o'clock, and it goes to 5 o'clock. Come show your girl some love. If you are in New Orleans, come on out and support. Show some love. Oh, and I will be going live um, to highlight the black businesses that will be participating in the Juneteenth Black Expo. All right. So going back, like I say, tonight is an open forum, so I'm, I'm talking about everything. Like I say, I'm recapping. I just recap um, the episodes for the month of May. So for June, 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 y'all know it's Father's Day is in June. <sighs> so I definitely want to celebrate black men. I want to salute y'all. I want to say thank y'all. I want to tell you how much I love you and how much you mean to me. And I want the world to know that y'all aren't what they show on TV. I definitely want to change the narrative. I definitely want to talk about facts versus myths when it comes to black men. Why is white America so afraid of the black man? You know, uh, another thing, um, black fathers, you know, deadbeats or a case of the bitter baby mama syndrome. You know, that one there is going to be, that one there might be, might be on fire. I may have some women that may hate me after that episode, but hey, it's time to have that conversation. It's absolutely time. Because let me tell you something, ladies, not all these men are deadbeats. Some of y'all are some bitter baby mamas that are upset because the relationship didn't work out. And so now you don't want the father to see his son or daughter or children, you know, so 
We're definitely going to be talking about that next month. Also, we're going to be talking about, I'm absolutely going back, black men and mental illness, the soul of the black man. So that night, we're talking about nothing but black men and mental illness. I will have some guests on that night um, to have that, excuse me, that roundtable discussion in regards to mental illness and the black man. And why is it such a taboo for the black man? You know, why do black men face greater mental health challenges? And are we failing our black boys and men when it comes to mental health? Another um, upcoming episode, again, for the month of June, black father-son relationships. Will you be my daddy? I need to know. Why are father-son relationships so difficult? How hard is it to raise a black boy in America, a black son in America or sons in America? Absolutely going to talk about that. We're also going to talk about father-daughter relationships. Black men, you have to understand, we are the first man. You, you guys are the first men that will ever love. And that's your father. So... I'm so excited, like I said, about the upcoming episodes for June. I'm extremely excited for the upcoming episodes for July. Um, I can't wait um, to really push the envelope and really have these uncomfortable conversations. I'm absolutely ecstatic about it. Um, I can't wait. Um, I can't wait for my brothers to come on here. And we just have real live discussions. We're going to talk about relationships, interracial dating. Why do black men put down black women to justify why they date outside their race? We're going to talk about that because I really, truly want to know. I really want to know why black men are intimidated by black women. Do all black men think like Kevin Samuel? That's that's the question. You know, I, I definitely want to get my, you know, get the input on that one. Um... But yeah, like I say, I, I definitely am looking forward for the month of June. I do want to let you guys know that um, after July, um, I am taking a month off. So no episodes for August, no episodes for August. But um, speaking of August, I do want to say I believe the trial for the other three police officers in the murder of George Floyd, um, I believe it starts in August, not sure the exact date. But um, I will actually, I take that back. I will actually do an episode in August in regards to that because I want to talk about it. I want to discuss it. Um, do you think they'll be found guilty um, the same way they found Derek Chauvin guilty? Um, if they are convicted, is this a small step for mankind in regards to holding these police officers accountable? For murdering unarmed black men and women or black girls and black boys? Are we? Is that? I definitely want to have that conversation. Um, but those are the upcoming episodes to look forward to for the month of June. Like I said, it's Father's Day and I will be hosting my Father's Day special. So to my black men, I will post my email address and I do want you to send me a picture of you with your children or if you don't have any children send me a picture with you and your father i definitely want to recognize you guys i want to highlight you guys 
I want to post your pictures up. I want to do a collage. I want everybody to see that black men are more than what they portray on TV. They're not all criminals. They're not all bad. You know, they're not all deadbeat dads. You do have black men that are single parents that are raising their children without the mother in the household. So those will definitely be some conversations that need to be had. Um, and yeah, it may get uncomfortable, but hey, it is what it is. You know, uh, we have to push to have the most uncomfortable conversations in order to get comfortable. So getting ready to wind down with this um, show for tonight, I want to go back, like I said, and continue the conversation in regards to mental health, especially in the black community. Um, I know, right, cousin? Absolutely, right, right, right. So I'm going to continue to stress and push when it comes to mental health. Um, I showed that Khalid Browder video in regards to this is, what I mean when I say we don't get fair um, treatment. So Khalif Browder was alleged to have stolen a backpack at 16. He spent three years on Rikers Island because he couldn't afford bail. He maintained his innocence the entire time. After three years, all charges were dropped because there was no evidence. But then down, if you look at the bottom, you have Ms. Riley Williams, who is charged with stealing Nancy Pelosi's laptop from the Capitol during the deadly insurgents. She was videotaped and also posted. She had taken it on social media. She had plans to sell it to Russians. She's home with her mother after spending three nights in jail and awaiting trial. Again, and you wonder why we have these mental health issues. Khalif Browder, like I said, spent over half of his prison sentence in solitary confinement. Which was enough to drive anybody crazy. It was enough to take a person over the edge. So again, I tell everybody, it's time we talk about it. It is time we address mental illness in the black community. It's time. We have to stop sweeping it under the rug. We have to stop acting like it doesn't exist because it does. Mental health is real. Just because you see a person smiling or laughing or they're showing up to work on time or they're doing this or they're doing that doesn't mean that they don't have any underlying issues that they're afraid to address because people gossip or people will use your pain and turn around and use it against you. And you wonder why people don't talk. And you wonder why people shut down. Let's start being the line of communication for a person that may very well need us. Because you never know when you may need somebody. You may be going through a crisis. And you don't have anybody to talk to. You know, I, I'm learning along the way and and as i stated the other day some people are just not meant to go on your journey with you <clears throat> you know am i mad that god removed people out of my life in the beginning i really truly was because i really truly thought that these people meant something to me 
But then I had to understand that once you start to elevate or grow, the things that used to weigh you down now fall off. And I will say that since some of the dead weight has fallen off, I've started to really, truly elevate. I've really started to dive into my passion to continue to create my vision so my vision will be seen for everybody. Um, and as I said before, you know, this is this has become my safe space because I don't have that person or those people to call and say, hey, girl, or hey, guy, you know, I, I'm going through this. I just need to talk. I just need to vent. I don't have that. So when I come on Black Girl Interrupted, when I do these shows, it, it clears my mind because it's like I'm helping, potentially helping someone that's afraid to talk about what they have going on. So I'm, I'm, I'm absolutely ecstatic to see, again, my vision come to pass. I'm so excited about my first annual Women's Empowerment Conference. I'm absolutely excited about being a vendor at the um, Juneteenth. Black Expo 2021 in New Orleans. And then I'm excited about some up, some other upcoming projects that I have in regards to partnership with other um, people that could continue to elevate me to the higher level. So again, as I bring this to a close, I do want to keep the conversation going in regards to mental health. So one last video, and then, you know, I, I give my final thoughts. To go through life and some of the stressors that you may experience as a black person in America, you have to like show a certain amount of strength. In the black community, we reward strength. And then we have this limited view of what that means. Therapy is a strength. Crying and releasing it is a strength because it's much easier to say, I don't want to deal with that. When you have to deal with the thing you want to avoid, that's strength. I'm at a point now where my mental health is not negotiable. I wasn't always taught to like check in with yourself, see how you're feeling. What happens is that either you're going to learn healthy ways of coping or it may be unhealthy ways. I grew up in Richmond, Virginia with my mom. I'm her only child, her best daughter. My father, we have a relationship, but most of my relationship throughout childhood was seeing him in a prison. In my neighborhood, in my family, I always knew I was going to college. Even as a first-generation college student, you take on that pressure, like, I have to do this. People have expectations of me. And then when you're starting to feel that separation between how people see me and what they want me to do, but I need help. I just started saying, maybe like two years ago, don't call me a strong black woman because I don't have to buy into that, but if you label me as that, you're not gonna see me as a human. I felt the need to form Black Mental Wellness because there was a huge piece of mental health missing, and that was the mental health of Black people in America. So when you think about psychology, you think about the theories, you think about the approaches to therapy, it's all based on white people. What we know to be true is that black people communicate differently. 
we have different stressors. And I think it's important to know this because trauma encodes itself in your body. And that stuff is passed down. The stressors and triggers that are unique to black people in America is like our whole existence in America, right? How do you show up? How is your hair? How are you dressed? That's so much stress and that's not even the job. So when we think about the cultural shifts and changes, like the last two years or so, it just seems like it's now the end thing to talk about mental health. And it's the end thing to talk about black mental health. I feel like educated black people, you know, they like to say like, oh, my therapist said, every time you say that, you're normalizing that experience for someone else. All of those things breaks down the stigma um, and opens it up for people. Actionable steps that I share, I like to think about the start of the day. Can you wake up, even if it's 10 minutes earlier, where you can just have that quiet time to yourself? Another actionable step, find at least five minutes, go outside and get some fresh air. Because we're spending so much time in our homes or in these enclosed spaces. So many people think that um, therapy and mental health is for people who are sick. And I want them to know that mental health and therapy um, is for everyone. There is a space for black people as it pertains to therapy and that there is something that we all can gain from being a part of it. All right. So as I bring this episode to a close, I, I wanted to end with that video because I wanted black women and black men to know that it's okay to not always be strong. And as she stated, if you could wake up 10 minutes earlier, maybe even 15 minutes earlier, let that 10 or 15 minutes be your time. Let it be your time of peace, you know, quiet, maybe meditate just to make sure your mind is clear for you to take on whatever challenges you may face in that day. Um, I, I, like I said, I can't stress it enough when it comes to mental illness. I cannot stress it enough when it comes to mental illness. Again, please do not let May 31st be the last day that you have a conversation in regards to mental health because it doesn't end there. Mental health goes on every day, 365 days, 366 if it's leap year. It's not just designated to one month out of the year. It's every day, every day. Reach out to somebody. Send them a message. Drop something on their Facebook page, on their Instagram. Comment on a picture and say, hey, I'm thinking about you today. I hope you're okay. Call me if you need me. And truly, genuinely mean it when you tell someone to call you. Truly, genuinely mean it. Be that ill for that person that just needs to vent. Try not to make the conversation about you. Give them their moment. Let them just vent to you. Let them just talk and say, this is what's going on today. And just listen. Be a release for somebody because you never know when 
you're going to need a person to be a release for you, to be a safe space for you, to be a, a listening ear or a shoulder to cry on. You never know when you're going to need somebody. Okay, so as I roll into my final thoughts for tonight, y'all know I, I have to show y'all so much love and, and thank y'all and, and, and send virtual love, virtual hugs, virtual kisses, because like I say, you guys continue to show me so much support. You guys continue to encourage me, you know, your text messages, your, your DM messages, the things that you, you leave under my post, you know, that encourages me to keep going. So I want to say thank you. I can't say thank you enough. And I will continue to say thank you every episode because I wouldn't continue to do this if it weren't for y'all. Also, this coming Sunday, um, I am doing a episode on Dana Fletcher. Um, Dana, Dana, I'm sorry, Dana Fletcher was killed in Madison, Alabama in 2019 in a Planet Fitness parking lot. He was sitting in the car with his wife and his daughter. Um, but again, two years later, still no justice for this man's family. So Sunday at 5 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time, I will have that conversation in regards to Dana Fletcher. So remember that name, say that name. Let's help get justice for the Fletcher family, for his wife and his um, now 10-year-old daughter. So don't forget to tune in with me on Sunday. And also don't forget Black Girl Interrupted. I am live every Tuesday and Thursday night, 8 p.m. Central Time. You guys can follow me on Facebook. You can, find, you can follow me on Instagram. You can follow me on Twitter. And don't forget on YouTube, um, subscribe to Black Girl Interrupted on Facebook. Don't forget to hit the bell next to this episode so you can be notified of all the new and upcoming episodes so you don't miss them. So don't forget to like, share, subscribe, um, leave a review. I'm available on all the streaming platforms, Google, iHeart, Spotify. Leave a review. Let me know what you thought about tonight's show. Let me know what you thought about any other other shows. Let me know what other topics you would love to see me discuss on the show. Um, if you're interested in being a guest, shoot me a message. Let me know. Say, hey, Ashley, you know what? I like some of the things you talk about. I would love to come on your, your show and, and, and have that those conversations. So let's absolutely do it. Again, Black Girl Interrupted is live every Tuesday, every Thursday night. Again, you can follow me on Facebook, follow me on Instagram, follow me on Twitter, follow me on YouTube, follow me on all the streaming platforms that are available. Spotify, Google Podcasts, Deezer, iHeart. Put in Black Girl Interrupted and you will absolutely be able to find me and keep up with all the shows. And again, don't forget June the 12th will be Black Girl Interrupted's first annual Women's Empowerment Conference. Again, it starts at 12 p.m. Central Time. And yes, it is absolutely free. So get your tickets. Like I say, it is on Eventbrite. I will post the link again. Um, 
come sit down and have some great conversation with not only me, but three other phenomenal women. So I want to say thank you guys for tuning in with me tonight. I love you guys. I will see you guys Sunday at 5 p.m. Central Time. Again, bring a friend, tell a friend, let them know. Black Girl Interrupted is absolutely the place to be this coming Sunday. So everyone have a great night. I love you guys, and I'll see you Sunday. Now hiring bookworms like Courtney, a crew member at the Batesville McDonald's. McDonald's is great to college students because they actually offer tuition assistance. They've basically paid for what student loans couldn't cover. We're hiring people like Courtney who are passionate about what they do. Our benefits include tuition assistance, flexible hours, paid time off, free employee meals, and more. At McDonald's, the crew is the special sauce. Join us. Apply now at McDonald'sHiresOhio.com. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Now through April 14th, join a clean and spacious Planet Fitness for $1 down and only $10 a month. With tons of equipment and free fitness training, it's the perfect place for everybody to work out. Even me, Mr. I can't sleep at night, so I keep dozing off during the day. Especially you, Snoozy. You'll rest easier and feel fit-tacular. Wait, how did you get in here? Join in club or at PlanetFitness.com. $1 down, $10 a month, cancel any time. Hurry, deal ends April 14th. See club for details.